For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. President Biden will announce gun safety executive actions today. They're aimed at addressing what the White House calls a gun violence public health epidemic. Biden has faced increasing pressure to act after a recent series of mass shootings, but the White House has repeatedly emphasized the need for congressional action. While the House passed a background check bill last month, gun violence prevention measures face slim prospects in an evenly divided Senate. Biden also is nominating David Chapman, a former federal agent and advisor at the gun safety group Giffords, to be director of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. More from Mike Clifford. President Biden today will announce initial steps his administration plans to take on firearm safety along with nomination of a prominent gun safety advocate to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, also known as ATF. Biden will announce the Justice Department is going to pursue two new regulations, one to curb the proliferation of so-called ghost guns, and a second that would regulate stabilizing braces, accessories that can be used to make pistols more like rifles. This is Mike Clifford. The South Carolina House has approved a so-called constitutional carry bill that would let state residents carry guns openly without a permit. Passage of the bill weakening gun safety provisions came after lawmakers earlier approved another bill that would let anyone with a concealed weapons permit carry openly. The new measure goes further. It would not require any permits or institute any of the training requirements that were mandated in the first open carry bill. Republicans also amended the bill to bar the state from enforcing any federal gun safety regulations. Under the measure, guns would still be banned in places such as churches, courthouses, and polling places. South Carolina Republicans turned aside the arguments of law enforcement officials who warned against expanding the state's gun laws. Those officials warned the expansion could lead to more gun violence and domestic killings in a state that is often ranked among the worst in the country for such violence. A use of force expert says Derek Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck area the entire time that he was handcuffed behind his back and lying face down. Jody Steiger is a Los Angeles Police Department sergeant serving as a prosecution witness. He testified that his review of video evidence found Chauvin's weight was on Floyd from the time officers put Floyd on the ground until paramedics arrived about nine and a half minutes a prosecutor questions Steiger. Sir, do you have an opinion to a degree of reasonable uh, professional certainty to how much force was reasonable for the defendant to use on Mr. Floyd after Mr. Floyd was handcuffed, placed in the prone position, and not resisting? Yes. And what my, is that opinion? My opinion was that uh, no force should have been used once uh, he was in that position. Steiger also said bystanders did not appear to be a threat to police. Chauvin's attorney has suggested officers were distracted by the onlookers. Interior Secretary Deb Holland will visit Bears Ears National Monument in Utah today before submitting a review on national monuments in the state. She'll meet with tribes and elected leaders. Holland's visit underscores her status as the first Native American to lead the Interior Department, which has broad authority over tribal nations, as well as energy development and other uses for the country's sprawling federal lands. 
the Trump administration downsized the Bears Ears and Grand Escalante National Monuments in Utah, drawing fierce opposition from Native Americans. Tribal leaders have noted that places like Bears Ears and Chaco Canyon in New Mexico connect tribal members to their ancestors. They say protecting them is among Native leaders' highest obligations. New York City millionaires would face the nation's steepest income tax rate under a budget plan that Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo is expected to sign into law. The tax for individuals in New York earning more than a million dollars would rise to 9.65 percent. There's another boost for people earning more than $5 million, and for those who earn more than $25 million, New York City opposes an additional tax. Progressive New York Democrats pushed for the tax hike, saying that millionaires in Manhattan penthouses have fared far better in the pandemic than struggling small businesses and low-income New Yorkers. California lawmakers have proposed similar taxes on the state's wealthiest residents. The Biden administration says it has resumed U.S. assistance to Palestinians, including to the United Nations agency that provides support to Palestinian refugees. Nearly all of the funding had been eliminated by former President Trump. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.